Hello, and welcome to Let's Meet the Virologists, a podcast about the people behind today's virology headlines, people working to understand viruses and how they affect you. With the annual American Society for Virology meeting coming up soon, we are talking with students, postdocs, and other virologists presenting at the meeting so that you can learn who they are and what they do. I am Larissa Thackeray, and I am hosting this podcast from America's Heartland in St. Louis, Missouri. On June 21st, 2023, we talked with Pedro Jimenez, an assistant professor in the Pontifica Universidad Católica de Chile. He received his veterinary degree from the University of Chile and his PhD in comparative biomedical sciences at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. His lab studies the ecology of avian influenza in Chile and South America. So um, thanks for talking with us today. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So, well, my name is Pedro Jimenez. And I'm a veterinarian uh, from a graduate at the University of Chile. And I live in Chile currently. I, I, I'm traveling to ASV. I travel to, I try to, I traveled last year as well. So I, I try to keep in touch with the American Society of Virology. I'm also a, a member there as well. And, um, well, I've been um, basically interested in in virology since uh, for so for a couple of years now. And uh, since basically I, w- I started working, my first uh, encounter with viruses was basically when um, when I started working in the salmon industry in Chile back in two thousand seven. And we had this massive outbreak of uh, ISA virus, which is also a orthomyxovirus as well. And and then um, I was really interested in, in in pursuing a PhD and doing more more work. I was doing basically mostly sampling at that time, but I, I got to work with some uh, some people from the University of Bergen uh, that were doing research in ISA virus there so I was really really interested in in continuing like uh, my my graduate student studies there so I I basically uh, traveled to to the US and tried some luck actually <laughs> I arrived there in the midst of the crisis of 2009 so but I managed to get a work and I started actually in, in St. Louis uh, at the uh, St. Louis Zoo as a research intern and and then I I, I started working at the at the Washington University of St. Louis uh, very very low basically I started as a cage washer uh, and then I moved up to an animal caretaker and then I ended up being a, vet, a veterinary technician actually and I worked there for uh, for a couple of years like two years. Uh, doing that work and uh, because I wanted to <clears throat> to get more experience uh, because I, I I hadn't I hadn't had to, um, too much research experience until then so I had that experience in the south of Chile and but I wanted to get close to a university so I thought that was a good way to to get to work with labs and etc so I I worked in all kinds of stuff like derivation of embryos and I was in charge of mouse colonies and I worked actually with the diamond lab too for a couple of times. I I, I, I scribbled like diamonds on their cages and stuff like that, sent them over. And and then, um, so I started my PhD in uh, Washington, no, sorry, in Wisconsin, in Madison. 
Uh, and I was very lucky because uh, I got to uh, travel a lot back to Chile, actually, during my PhD. Uh, I did avian influenza surveillance in Chile in, and um, in Colombia. Uh, so that was something really new because really South America was a black box by then. Nobody really knew what was going on in influenza viruses in South America at all. It was the least represented uh, continent in avian influenza sequences in in GenBank. There were more sequences of Antarctica than were actually at that point in South America. So when I got to start here, everybody was like, hey, we are influenza free. Uh, there's no influenza, nobody knows anything. So, uh, and that didn't make much sense because, you know, the, the flu travels with white birds and white birds don't really know anything about borders or whatnot. So, uh, so the first time I went to Chile to sample and to Colombia, I obviously found lots of viruses, <laughs> uh, all kinds. And um, I even got some outbreaks in a live animal market in Colombia. And I, I, I got real good diversity of viruses in Chile. Uh, and so I continued doing that throughout my PhD. And then um, I went to actually, well, by then, Stacy Schultz Cherry, she was my in my research committee, also with Andy, uh, Andrew Mealy, and um, in my PhD committee. And Stacy offered me a position over at uh, as a postdoc in, in St. Jude's uh, Children's Hospital. So I went there in the Department of Infectious Diseases, and we did some very cool work, I continued the sampling. In, in South America, and uh, and also I participated a bit in, in some other cool studies that we're doing with human cohorts. Um, so when I returned to Chile in back in late uh, 2017, I, well, I started to try to work my way here, you know, like doing, at first I had to start as an independent researcher and, um, and then um, I, I finally went and started teaching classes as well. So because that's what, what, what I like, I like to uh, I like to teach. I like academia. I really want to. I'm pursuing a tenure track position, basically. I'm uh, so, but it takes time. It's not easy, you know. Uh, uh, positions are full. You have to start very low. So that was what I did. So I I I I I I stayed in the purgatory for like four years, uh, and until I reached my way to an assistant professorship at the Universidad Católica, where where I'm right now, which is a very very good university, is actually ranked the as the best university in South America at the moment. Um, and we just formed uh, the new vet school in at the university. So I'm teaching the first generation students uh, infectious diseases and um, introduction to veterinary sciences, all kinds of stuff, and and doing my research. So we I got uh, I also have a, a NIH grant for doing surveillance, which is great. I got a grant from Chile as well to do a shorebird uh, research with for avian flu. And and now, well, we we have this 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 pansotia, right? The, the, this this outbreak of H five viruses all over the, the the continent, and it has been really challenging because uh, because by one side we have to, we want, we want to do all this surveillance, but we have to watch out basically our, keep keep it safe. It's very hard to do uh, research with highly pathogenic viruses in <clears throat> at, the, at the lab basically with uh, 
uh, with the BSL2 settings. I mean, we, we don't have a BSL3, so we, we can only do genomic surveillance at the moment. But but we're getting there. It's a thing we have to start building uh, laboratory spaces and but it's it's been a, a really good challenge to to be also being able to do this at the early stage of my career with a lot of support because I in that case I I feel lucky because it's actually a, a discipline that's actually picking up a lot in South America infectious diseases. There's there's really not much known what's going on in the continent. So in the, uh, so. So I'm very happy to to be able in this moment, and although it's a uh, tragic for all the wildlife that's dying, I, I hope that the research will help also to uh, to be able to manage and mitigate any 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 further outbreaks and and gain more knowledge because we, if we, if we don't have knowledge of what's going on in nature, basically we we always be one step behind of. Of of the virus and its mutation, it's a such a smart guy. This this influenza virus. So, right. So, um, in addition to sort of doing surveillance, are you actually doing molecular virology or other studies in your lab? So, uh, at the moment, we're doing mostly surveillance work. Uh, we do molecular epidemiology work. Um, uh, as I said, our lab is still is is. We just got a brand new building, you know. It's it's we have to set it everything up. I still don't have any like, um, I can't. We don't have a CO two for cell culture stuff like that. So so it's a thing that has to start. It's a, it's a new it's a new facility and in the new school. So, but I'm very happy. So for the, for the moment, we are not doing a molecular virology, but we're doing everything we can about uh, genomics with the virus that's that we can do a lot. Yeah. And we partner basically with, with St. Jude and we send them the isolates and I participated also over there in characterization in vivo and in vitro characterization of isolates and, and whatnot. So, yeah, so that's the thing we have this partner with through the SEER network that, that help us with with our research. Right, right. And I guess looking back, can you tell us when you first became interested in science? So when you were younger, what was your first exposure or what was the first thing that kind of led you down that path? Yeah, so uh, when I started, when before I I started vet uh, vet school, I I worked, actually I, I was between veterinary medicine or biology, so I always had it environmental biology actually was a new career that was starting so i always thought about uh, doing science and then when i started vet school of course there's a lot of uh, clinic clinician work and and but I, I quickly realized that that was not my uh, cup of tea basically so i i was there for a couple of years like struggling with my studies because I didn't know where how I wanted to go into research or what I wanted to study and then it was basically when I had a, a specific class in infectious diseases it was a advanced class and that's where I realized like one moment I thought like this is what I want to do and this is what I want to do for research uh, and that's how it played out. And since then, I basically started that same semester. I went to a conference by myself. I was still in school, but and and that's how I realized that I really wanted to to work in infectious diseases and and do research in that. I didn't know how, and I didn't 
even have a clue that was uh, would end up in Wisconsin doing that and on in Tennessee for for other things. So, but but that's how it played out. So I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty happy. Uh, it was a long long journey, but it was good. Right, and then can you sort of um sort of let us know like what are your plans for like medium term long term where do you see the research in your lab going in the next five ten years for 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 now um we're we're still uh, trying to address very basic questions of of the ecology of influenza in chile so i'm also very interested in in spatial uh, remote sensing and other and other areas to to determine basically what are the environmental drivers that keep uh, influenza in in South America, why we have these massive outbreaks and other host species, the spillovers that are happening here that haven't happened before, basically, in in other in Europe nor in in Asia. So this is something very new, and the US is new as well. So there's a lot there to learn. Um, also, I I want to get also more into molecular uh, virology. Uh, uh, to uh, to be able to to answer other questions as well, more specific about the strains that are circulating in South America at the moment or in the future. Basically, what are the risk factors? Uh, also, I um, we also have just started a human cohort uh, studies uh, to see what the risk of exposure is for uh, people that actually work with poultry. And, and what are the zoonotic risks they're basically exposed to, and I think that that's where the the lab work is going to go in the future. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, well, uh, I think that's it for today. Um, thanks so much for talking to us, and we look forward to hearing about your research at ASV. Mm-hmm. Sunday, thanks. This has been Let's Meet the Virologists, a podcast about people who study viruses. This is your host, Larissa Thackeray, and thanks for listening. You can find us on Google, Apple, Amazon Music, and other podcast providers, or at lmtv.podbean.com.